We are back. It's a cool day here in North Carolina while I'm recording this, but it's sunny, which is fantastic because the past day, I would say maybe 36 hours, we did not get out as much. And there was a lot of rain, a lot of storms, a lot of limbs down in our yard. (laughs) We're running in and out of buildings to run errands or have other appointments or meetups. But this is the cold season. And we have just turned off my space heater to be able to record for you just so that I wasn't shivering while I recorded. We love a space heater in our family. It is the go to for our drafty house that we live in. Um, But the coldest months are actually ahead of us in North Carolina in particular, our coldest month is January. And I thought it was February. If I said it on a former podcast that it was February, it's only because a meteorologist came to our elementary school and said it was February when I was little. So do not blame me for that incorrect information. It was the meteorologist. (laughs) But the North, uh, but and I stuck to that until just recently when I when I looked this up, that is January, in actuality. So anyway, that's, uh, you know, 30 something years down the drain. There you go. But North Carolina's coldest month is January. I wonder what the coldest month is with you and what those cold temperatures get down to. I'm sure I do not want to taste or see them. Uh, But for me, being very transition averse, I try not to change my daily rhythms even in the winter months. And I think most of us, if we're living with a very heavy load, we got lots of stuff to do. We've got lots of people to be responsible for. We need this consistency as an under kind of foundation in any season. And so how do I modify my habit rhythms for the cold months? Well, this is what we're diving into today. So let's get started. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you wanna make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. I generally struggle to get in my daily steps during winter months. Mostly, yes, because it's cold and I prefer an outdoor warning walk uh, before I start my work. And this has always been a struggle for me. And let's face it, it probably always will be a challenge for me because I hate cold weather. I am not one. If you ask me which do I prefer, hot or cold, I will always respond neither. <laughs> it's because I hate pain. So anything that encourages pain, I am I am not down for. I hate it when I'm too hot. I have been in too hot situations more times than I can count. Dancing, farming, all the things. Do not like it. I hate it when I'm too cold. And that's me every single winter. I do not like it. And so just so you know, don't ask me that question or enjoy that response and use it as your own. Okay. <laughs> but I did think you know, that I was going to have to start giving up my morning walks on most cold days a few years ago, I, when I started to have that morning rhythm, that morning walk routine. And, and last year, game changer, I asked for a huge winter coat, the one, the kind that, you know, the massive 
a wearable sleeping bag is essentially what it is. It's from the your head all the way down to your calves. Uh, you know, it's tight on your 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 wrists so that there's no air coming through, no drafts. You've got sensors on the side, on the back. This thing is amazing. And I remember when walking out with it on and I couldn't believe I did not feel an ounce of cold air hitting my body. No drafts, no nothing. It was amazing. And so this, if I can know that I can go outside and I'm not going to be freezing, that changes the game entirely, right? Once I could figured out that I could keep my morning walks as much as possible, I realized that I could keep a lot of my same wellness routines overall in place and just modify what I was doing. I had not thought maybe just change everything for warmth, right? I did, I grew up in North Carolina. We have mostly tepid kind of uh, weather, you know, tepid, yeah, tepid weather. And, you know, it's, I know that there are people who are in other parts of the United States, other parts of the world who live in constant cold for many months of the year and have this down pat. But us North Carolinians who are used to the warmth, let me tell you, we don't have the the tools in place. There was a snow, I think, several years ago in Durham, where there was one strip of road between Durham and Raleigh, and it's called the Briar Creek area. And it's the edge of the what's called the Research Triangle Park. And it hadn't been zoned yet. And it was snowed over for, I would say, at least a week. We couldn't travel through that road <laughs> because nobody wanted to own it. Nobody had plows for it. Now they have an amazing system in Durham where they employ uh, both kind of the farmer guys with the big trucks and the plow and they just shove a snow plow on the front. And they also have city folks that help with with snow stuff. It's a fantastic system. I'm so grateful they figured that out. But it is a long time coming for North Carolinians. We are really slow to get on this boat called winter. So, <laughs> so understand a little bit of context where I'm coming from. And then here, how I've shifted. If you are living in these tepid things and you're still trying to figure out how do you shift the same, keep your same rhythms, your wellness rhythms, but how can we do it in a little warmer way? And we're going to do this. So this is what I started to do when I realized that, you know, let me just keep my same wellness routine, but I'm going to change up some things. And the first one is moving. I definitely use my wearable sleeping bag all the time in the winter times, in the cold days, inside and outside. And it's really important to get proper warm clothing. This is something I learned. Actually, my father spent a few years in, in Syracuse, Syracuse, New York for a little bit. Uh, and then he's also, I was born in Manhattan, New York. I'd been exposed to cold weather as we visited different parts of the United States. But we going to a cold place, if you're not from a cold place, is a culture shock in many ways. They have adapted in so many ways. And one of the key things I learned is that there's actually cold, great clothes for cold weather. People buy clothes in certain styles for cold weather. So North Carolinians, we just wear layers because at the beginning of the day, you're going to have, you know, the wearable sleeping bag. And at the end of the day, you're going to have shorts and a t-shirt on. <laughs> it's just the reality. <laughs> but at the same time, it, in, in cold weather areas, they actually have great thin fleece 
things that you don't have to layer and feel bulky wearing them. That's the kind of stuff that you, you need. So get some proper warm weather stuff, get it cheap. Walmart has is a great source, Old Navy. Uh, just go for, for, for cheap and reusable stuff because you're not going to use it for many, many months, right? In every single year. Or get the really, really good stuff so that you can wear it year after year. It's your choice. You're the fashionista here. I am not. I am not a qualified fashion person. So, um, and then for my workouts, I do indoor workouts a lot. So you'll, I'll be doing a lot of mobility. I'll grab light weights. I'll be lifting, you know, and also pulling and pushing in all sorts of different directions. I do my HIIT workouts I, for Body Habit Rescue. I teach HIIT, uh, 20 minute HIIT classes, uh, Strength 100s, which is just like 100 reps to five different exercises, 10 reps each, and we do two rounds. So that's your Strength 100s. But any sort of pushing and pulling of weights, some interval work that you can do jogging in place, walking in place, calisthenics. I don't really see my step count get very high in the cold months, but I am moving and I can hold myself accountable to move every single day. It's really fun for my body. I really get some good mobility in in these winter months just because I just want to keep moving throughout the day. And so, and I do this while watching shows, listening to books or podcasts, and I just, I pay a close, closer attention to my steps as well. That's kind of my motivator. When I look down and I've only done 4,000 steps, but I can, I can look back and say, you know, I did for 45 minutes, I was pushing and pulling weights or for 30 minutes here or three times today for 10 minutes. I did, I did push and pull some weights and I did some exercises and things like that. So just, these are some ideas of movement that you can do, but go with what works for you. If just having a dance party a few times a day, whatever is refreshing for you, pay attention to that and do more of that in the winter months in the indoors. Also with food. So my protein and produce kind of emphasis is the same. Winter, summer, it works all the, all the seasons because I, I can just do warm food instead of cooler food. So I do soups and I do chili and I do baked and, and boiled veggies and I do decaf tea, decaf tea for hydration. So my, my usual water bottle, I do just drink water, but it can, can just feel really cold and I get little chills when I drink it. So I just make it hot, right? And I just pour a bunch of hot water in there, drop a few tea, tea bags in there, let it steep and then... I'm good to go for a good few hours with that. So think about what are some good teas that you like? Definitely the decaf option if you're going to be drinking, using it as hydration throughout the day. Uh, Green tea, ginger tea. I do a lot of fruit teas as well. And then with the warm food, I I like to make sure that, that whatever I'm eating has a good kind of mix of vegetables and protein. Or I stuff vegetables underneath as I pour over whatever is the hot thing. So the soups and the chilies. I don't really go for casseroles because they usually require a lot mayonnaise or some sort of heavy kind of cream or something like that. And I just, I try to stay away from heavy fat stuff. Um, I definitely incorporate fat in my nutrition, but 
think about what are some recipes or you can check my Pinterest. It's it's a fledgling Pinterest board, (laughs) but check my Pinterest. It's Body Habit Rescue on Pinterest. Uh, I'm pinning things as my family gives the the thumbs up. I'm pinning things there and you can get some recipe ideas there. Always, if there's not a bunch of veggies, know that I'm going to be stuffing veggies underneath it. I'll throw in spinach and in a soup, all those different things to just kind of bulk up the meal uh, with fiber, things like that. So, but know that those are those recipes that I post there. My kids have given them the thumbs up. So the third category is sleep and your sleep rhythms are so key in every season, but it, it should say the same in winter and fall and summer and spring, right? You just change up the bedding. You have warmer bedding, of course. Also, our space heater, again, is the champion in wintertime. So I have a warm bathroom with our space heater for the bedtime routines, just so that we're not just running away from the bedtime routine. We warm up the bathroom a little bit, just plug in the space heater, let it warm up for a few minutes. And then it's a great environment to get everybody ready for for bed at night, including myself. Um, I do understand that we're getting up in longer, dark mornings. It's it's a peaceful time for me to get up. So I look at it that way. I don't I don't necessarily frame that. Oh, it's just going to be terrible because usually I've had a decent night's sleep before, right? If you're waking up with a hangover, it's going to be really hard for you to get up in the dark. But if you go to bed at a decent time, right? Everybody's like, yeah, right. No, really (laughs) go to bed at a decent time so that you can get up at the time that you need to prep, to get in extra work, to get a workout in so you can get your sanity together, you know, maybe some meditation, maybe some prayer, whatever it is that you need to get into that morning time so that you can show up for life when life starts to happen definitely get to bed on time so you can do that, right? It's, it's for you to be able to show up to life in a great way, in an energized way, right? So there are longer dark mornings. If you need some, some help getting up, definitely move slowly. I like to move a little bit before I actually get out of the bed. I just draw my knees up and just kind of roll around a little bit uh, before I actually step out of the bed and then slowly move as I get up. And one of the key things that your body needs is hydration and bright light early in the morning. So one of the first things you want to do is find a bright light in your house, whatever is the bright light, make sure you're turning on lights in the morning if you can, not to disturb everybody else, but make sure you're turning on bright lights and that you are getting hydration in. That hydration piece is going to be key. It's a, your your body is dehydrated, whether it's, you know, your heater has been on through the night. There are many reasons that your body may be dehydrated. It's generally dehydrated because you haven't been drinking through the night, right? So I always recommend filling up that water bottle and putting it by your bed at night so that you can you can be hydrated in the morning first thing. Okay, so you can start the the evening routine earlier in the evening as well. Sometimes this makes sense, especially with younger kiddos who aren't able to run outside anymore. So that does help with an earlier bedtime or getting to bed on time. Think about if you can slow down anything in the evening or cut out something in the evening, make it simpler, make it more enjoyable because you're not doing a thousand things or you allow yourself to fail at something, right? (laughs) 
before you show up for that thing in the morning instead of the evening? What can you move around so that it's not so cluttered and crammed and busy and rushing in the evening? Starting that evening routine earlier will, will help you. You can go slower and it's easy because the sun is already helping you as well. It's getting dark earlier. Kiddos are like, man, you know, it's already nighttime, that kind of thing. We always, one of the big things that, that they like to do is just is go to a park or something like that. And, and we can't fit it in sometimes because it's dark, right? It's dark outside. So anyway, Think about ways that you can slow down the the evening, make it enjoyable, relax, give the kiddos some time, some break time, some breathable time, and, and just use the season's circadian rhythms to your advantage. And don't resist the hibernating feeling. This is not one of the things that I wrote down, but... It is a piece of, of seasonal change. Enjoy the hibernating feeling. I'm going to do a podcast. I think that's, that's the next podcast in this, in this holiday health series. But if you resist that holiday hibernation, you are going to probably find that you are kind of kicking against the goats. You're not really going with the rhythm of your body enjoy the slowing down if you can do things that refresh you in this season spend your personal time refreshing and getting used to that feeling of this is helpful thing these are helpful things that support my life generally adjust what you're doing like what i'm saying make it warmer for the season but your healthy rhythms can remain the same or you can create them because you understand that this is a time to refresh it's a season to refresh so how are you adjusting to the cooler rainier weather these days i would love to know come hang out with me in the group or dm me facebook.com slash groups slash body habit rescue. I would love to hear from you. You have a great day and let's move friend. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move friend.